0: WPA views and latest news on the WWE network until we've watched everything we are with you and we are the WNR
1: physical or mental suffering and distress. Pain does not discriminate, coming for the weak and strong alike.
2: The biggest threat that Alistair Black has ever encountered, is Lars Sullivan. No, Sullivan catches Black Mask! I don't believe it! I am going to take everything that you've worked your entire life for. No one's fading the black. But you, Alistair!
1: Pain is the weapon of choice for the vile and oppressive. Oh my
2: god! The merciless women's champion! A painful pattern unfolding.
1: And the signature hallmark of the unhinged and deranged.
2: Nikki Cross has seen it up! Cena. <laughs> I'm gonna take the NXT Women's Championship.
1: Pain is ever-pervasive, at the root of all conflict and discord. But ultimately, pain leaves you with a choice. You can either feel it...
0: What a valiant effort from DIY!
1: ...or you can inflict it. And once pain has been unleashed, there is no controlling the path of destruction it will leave in its wake. Not confined by that wrestling,
2: I'm Johnny Wrestling. I'm not coming to Chicago to wrestle. I'm coming to beat the hell out of you.
1: Tonight, Pain takes over the hearts and souls of NXT. Tonight, Pain takes over Chicago.
0: Yes, hello. I am James Rollins, and as always, I'm joined by. Dan White. And today it's the WNR 162 Part 2. Two. And it's NXT TakeOver Chicago. Now we've just seen the opening promo. Dan, what are your thoughts?
3: Yeah, it's kind of a... It's not focusing on one match. It's kind of a wide variety. It's it's picking out points of all the matches. And, you know, another good thing about the NXT is that they're not always focusing on one point there. You know, they're kind of... They've got a few personal feuds going on. They've got the title feuds going on. So it is a good mix of uh, everything that the show has to offer.
0: Yeah, it was about pain, weren't it? They were talking about pain. Pain for everybody, whether it be Lars Sullivan, the pain he's inflicted on Back Black or the pain Nicky Cross has inflicted on um, Shania Basler. What is important, another little fact they showed there, Garno 392 days ago at NXT Chicago the first time round quite incredible now. This time later, NST Chicago 2, we're getting a rematch. Uh, Vic Joseph, Percy Watson slash Jackson and Nigel McGuinness are on commentary as we start this off. But let's do the alternate intro. Oh, and shock the system. So we're going to get undisputed here to begin with. So, Dan, we've got a prediction league. Do you want to explain that to everybody?
3: Yes, we have three prediction leagues going. We've got the NXT TakeOver events. We've got the WWE pay-per-view events and we've got a bonus prediction league and all them scores are going to get added together at the end of the year and the loser has to wear a t-shirt of the victor's choice for whenever the victor chooses really and it's normally going
0: to be at a Raw or Smackdown event we go to regularly at the O2 Arena. So at this moment in time for NXT Takeo events, it is 2-1 to Dan he did win the first one. Got perfect score for the first NXT TakeOver. So will see what happens now. So if you want to open up your predictions, now. So as the Undisputed Era here, as the Undisputed Era wrestling here tonight, I think the best alternate intro is Dan, something for you. And maybe this will help you out. Because we're all friends, basically. So it's Neighbours. Everybody needs good Neighbours. Just a friendly wave each morning. Helps to make a better day. Neighbours need to get to know each other. Next door is only a footstep away. Neighbours. Everybody. Oh, come um, on, James. Good. If you're going to do it,
3: you've got to do it in the Scottish accent. <laughs>
0: that's that's home away way I do it. Neighbours. though. Neighbours. Everybody needs good neighbours. With a little understanding. You can find the perfect flat. Oh, fucking hell. It goes on for ages. That's when good neighbours become... Good friends. And I Aye. think you should be friendly towards the undisputed <laughs> Era here tonight, Dan. And I think you might. I can see it in your eyes, you know that. So, it is prediction time. Dan, do you want to tell me who you've gone for as the here and so are Birch and only Lorkin. Well, James,
3: you know I say that I don't care who wins the championship as long as it is not the undeserving fucking era. And... I haven't gone for the Undeserving Era. I have gone for
0: Handsome Kyle and Roddy S. Yeah, that's fair enough. I've gone, weirdly, that's so weird because I've gone O'Reilly and Strong. So if you put those names together, it completes them. Roddy Strong, Handsome Kyle. So there you go. We have both gone the same to start this off to make it fun. So keys to victory, Dan. Who needs to do what to win as the bell rings?
3: Well, I think Pete Dunne needs to make an appearance to kind of even it up because you've got Adam Cole, baby. He's going to obviously try and a sneak attack at some point or other during the match because, you know, that's the kind of twat that he is. So Lorcan and Birch need to keep eyes and not get distracted by that wart on the anus of society that is standing
0: ringside. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, well... I mean, that's interesting to see. I think that was talked about on the live show. First, I'd like to thank everybody for their support on the live show uh, and, and the reaction that we got from it. And, of course, I was talking about it's going to be a hard-hitting affair and would Adam Cole be involved in this. And speaking of Adam Cole, he was on the kickoff panel earlier and basically saying, I'm not just the best in NXT, not just the best in WWE, he's the best on the freaking planet. You know, so... He's got a lot to say for himself even though he hasn't got a match. But this has started well in the early going, but O'Reilly seems to take over on Danny Birch. Now Birch trying to fight out the submission, pushes O'Reilly away. You're a fan of O'Reilly though, so at least that's one member of Undisputed Era, as he? Boots Burch. Yes, that is
3: that is very true. But oh O'Reilly looking to jump over Birch, but Burch just picks a leg out of the air, drops O'Reilly to the mat, and these two guys are trading big right hands in the middle of the ring. Tag Tony Larkin. Who do you like more, Birch or Larkin? I'd have to say Birch. Yeah. Yeah. Why? He's is just the preference of mine. You know, I think it's <laughs> partly because he's English, but I don't know. It's just you know that the the matches that these two guys had, they was very impressive and. You know,
0: now they're teaming together, it's like a Sheamus and Cesaro kind of situation. It is a situation, and it is with these two, you know, kind of like oddball team, but they've been working well together. They're kind of a, got mutual respect, haven't they, after fighting each other and, and learning the hard way, really. Uh, but, you know, it, it's, it's interesting to say that Lorcan and Birch have probably been tag team partners longer than O'Reilly and Strong have. Because if you look at it, you know, Strong's only been there for a month. So no matter what happens, you've got to think, even with Alan Cole, how well did it actually work as a tag team? Oh, Lorcan gets distracted then by Strong. You've got to think, Fisch has been in the year of Strong, say so how he works for O'Reilly and what they do. It's the undisputed way with Birch and Lorcan. I think they just go for it when they're in the ring, see Lorcan with the chops. I love the style of the, 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 these guys as well, you know. Yeah, all four of
3: these guys are quite hard-hitting and, uh, you know, I think Birch and Larkin are the more hard-hitting of the two. O'Reilly's got a bit of a technical side to him, and Roderick
0: Strong just goes for backbreakers all the time. Yeah, he's a side of the backbreaker. But like i say he beat Sanity at TakeOver last year. If we look at last year's TakeOver results on the live show, we saw Roderick Strong involved there. So, at least he's been in NXT for a little while now. As Birch has got a tag in, hits the insecurity. And for a man 40 years old, he moves around like a 20-year-old cruiserweight.
3: He does indeed. Yes, a very talented guy. And, you know, I've got a feeling, though, but if he ever goes up, he'll be lost in the shuffle as well.
0: Yeah, I've, I've, I think maybe were looking. he's got more of a chance, you know, because of the old young connection. But unsputed, they're doing well. Birch getting distracted by O'Reilly and Strong take him out with a drop kick. Maybe it says just hang out a little bit with with Birch. I am surprised they are getting used this, this well. Do you know what I mean? It's like... Yeah, I, you
3: I, know, considering the, the depth of the tag team, there's a few others that might be a bit sore
0: that they're, they're not part of this pay-per-view. Yeah, I mean, with heavy machinery involved, maybe they've been around enough now to go against the unspeakened era and try and get Saint. Now Maybe the street profits. But instead, it's Lorcan and Birch, who are working well together. About this moment in time, it is the team. And O'Reilly's doing most of the work, but he's impressing. He's definitely the worker of the group, isn't he?
3: Most definitely, yeah. And I think that's that's kind of why I like him. He's, he's even got a comical side to him as well, as I uh, showed you in that YouTube yeah. clip that saw him, you know,
0: just his uh highlight, so to speak. Now, strong Taunton Lorcan. There's another th- good thing about TakeOver. They get given a lot of time to be able to tell the story. So, you know, now, with, like I said, five matches, you, this can go at least, you know, 15, 20 minutes and tell a good story as a as cold baby looking on of course, the North American champion for anybody listening at home and uh, well whilst we got that kind of as Birch tries to come back we should say EC3 was on the kickoff panel as well earlier and he was saying victory after victory after victory I couldn't agree with him more really but he said he's not done and you will see him again here tonight so will he get involved in one of these matches we just don't know he might get involved here and say he's had enough of the undisputed era well haven't we all? Well, Birch gets out of submission, but as soon as he does, O'Reilly takes him down. Working over, knees to the ribs, elbows to the ribs,
3: following up, bouncing off the ropes and another <laughs> knee to the ribs, and it's just the palm strikes today. The-
0: Birch trying to cover up, but they're coming through, now he's trying to work the arm. O'Reilly is.
3: They're trying to get that cross arm breaker locked in. I think Danny Birch is uh, too too much of an intelligent wrestler, he's been around the block a few times.
0: He knows, you know, a lot of escapes for a lot of moves. He knows exactly where he is in the ring at all times. And like you say, you can see with the arms locked there, that he was blocking at the same time but the veteran experience of Birch. You still got to remember Lorcan's still a young man, the same with Adam Cole. And now Strong got tagged in, but Birch fighting out the corner. Oh.
3: And Roderick Strong though with quite a high elevated drop kick taking down Birch.
0: But Birch managing to kick out. Ah, Beautiful there by Strong, and now he goes to submission. And Larkin. Danny Birch is busted open on the head. Yes, Birch gets to his feet, with Strong catching a big back elbow. Birch gets out of the way of Strong's knee. Oh, high back
3: body drop. Can he get across to tag Larkin in, though? No. O'Reilly's in, takes down Larkin. <laughs> Danny Birch with a headbutt to
0: the chest stops O'Reilly in his tracks. And now Lorkin desperate for the tag. O'Reilly don't know where he is. Finally tags in Roderick Strong. Only Lorkin gets in as well. Lorkin with a couple of clotheslines and a bite a chop. And only Lorkin powers up. Turns strong inside out of a
3: big clothesline.
0: I think it's fair to say only Lorkin's on fire, baby.
3: Yes, he comes in running up a cut. O'Reilly tries his luck, but he just gets caught with three big chops. Down goes Strong off the apron. O'Reilly ducks, but he gets kicked through the ropes. And can still not finished. Now he's going to go running. Oh! oh. <laughs> Kian now sends himself straight over the top rope.
0: Takes out both Strong and O'Reilly. And now he can fill the championship. Lorcan throwing in Strong. Picks him up. Oh,
3: Explode my. a oh. suplex. Bang. Oh. Big uppercut. Could this be it? One, One two, two, three. Oh. No, Roderick Strong man
0: to get the shoulder up at two. Two. That was too close to call there. Larkin came running through. It's a speed he moves out as well, deceptively quick as he chopping. Roger Strong and handsome Kyler O'Reilly. Bang! Big elbow for O'Reilly. Bang! Big elbow for
3: Strong. Follows it up with another one for O'Reilly. Gets caught by Strong. Oh! He gets thrown into O'Reilly. For both men.
0: And now Birch gets the tag in. And they're going to look to put him away. We've seen this before. Oh! Plants him on his head with a DDT. One. Two. Ah! Oh. Fucking O'Reilly. Well, why weren't Lorcan looking, mate? Why? Well, Carlo O'Reilly stopped it, but now he gets thrown out. They're going to do it again. They're going to say even worse in store. And they're going to go up Doomsday Device. Oh Jesus Christ,
3: Lorkin gets pushed off the apron, lands on his back on the hard pit, hard bit
0: then down, and Lorkin now gets caught with a kick by strong inseguri as well.
3: rocks Birch O'Reilly gets tagged in a couple of slaps and some knees and some kicks, but Birch's still in this head butt
0: section and knee, but...
3: <laughs> both men are a bit wobbly on their feet, oh. O'Reilly follows up with a knee to the midsection. Vertical suplex goes for the cover.
0: Two. Oh, but Birch with the kick out. Uh, Oh, he gets caught in the arm breaker. But Birch still trying to hold on. And now O'Reilly just working on the hand, trying to loosen the grip. Birch doing his best to fight it. One finger left. And now he's got it. And Birch hopping, trying to get to the rope, trying to turn it. He's doing everything he can to fight out. And he oh, does. Very intelligent there from Birch. Well, everything he got managed to scramble across. The damage may have already been done, though, are a concern. Strong gets a tag in. It's gone. We see the replay. Why? Oh, fucking hell. It's like a whiplash as well. And O'Reilly setting up Birch in the corner. Strong follows it in with a knee. Front first slam. O'Reilly boots him in the face with a kick. One, two.
3: And... Danny Burch stays in this match. I have no idea how. Oh, my God. He's a tough
0: son of a bitch.
3: He is. He's as
0: tough as a $2 steak. Oh, my God. Credit. Adam Cole is barking out the orders, and now Strong's going to run towards him. No. Burch with a headbutt. Here comes O'Reilly. Sends him over the top into Strong. Lorkin gets the tag, and he's up somehow. No,
3: not again. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> A double blockbuster to the undeserving ear pair on the outside of the ring. They're this gonna, has got to be it, surely.
0: Don't call me Shirley. They're going to do this. The Cinderella story is going to come true. Birch has got O'Reilly. Oh! Uppercut my off God. the shoulders
3: of Birch. Too close to the ropes. One, one two, three. oh! Oh, oh for
0: fuck's oh.
3: sake! Disqualification. Someone kick that cunt in the fucking throat.
0: Adam Cole
3: pulls out O'Reilly. Come on. He has been eliminated from the match, but I think the damage may have already been done by Adam Cole, you twat. Well, the
0: fans booing that, which is a bit of a surprise. Come on, Pete Dunne. Come from behind. Well, Danny Burch struggling to get to his feet. Lorcan throws O'Reilly in. I think Lorcan's a legal man along with O'Reilly. And now they're going to finish off that DDT No. It's going oh. to gonna be the other way around. Strong pulls Danny Birch out, throws him on the announce table. And O'Reilly's got the guillotine on Danny Birch. Legs wrapped round his waist as well. Birch's trying to fight it. That's Lorcan. Lorcan trying to fight it. They all look the same to me. All white
3: right, men. <laughs> Pushes O'Reilly off. Oh, looking for his big uppercut. Blind tag from Roddy Strong. He walks into an uppercut, <laughs> though, from only Lorcan.
0: <laughs> Oh, but he gets caught on a knee by Strong, and now Roddy Strong, Strong Slam, no Larkin lands on his feet. Choplock takes Roddy Strong down.
3: No power bomb. Rolls him up, one, two. Ooh! Oh, turns him round into a half Boston tap,
0: and he pulls Strong in the middle of the ring. Oh, for fuck's sake, O'Reilly! And O'Reilly boot to Larkin. Larkin liked it. <laughs> And now he's got the choke on Lorcan. Here comes Birchlow. Crossface. Go on, he's tapping. Tap. O'Reilly's caught. Strong's caught. This is going to be it, undefined era. Tap.
3: Oh. Oh. O'Reilly managing to boot Lorcan in the face, breaking the move
0: on Roderick Strong. And listen to the reception here at Chicago for this tag team match. We said it would be good. All four men struggling
3: to make it to their feet after quite an exhausting start to the match. And which
0: way is this gonna go? Birch and Larkin won it. Here we go. All four <laughs> men having a slugfest in the middle of the ring. Oh, O'Reilly knocks down Birch with a knee, and now it's Strong and Larkin. Lorcan. Larkin's well, fighting
3: them both off. <laughs> slaps to the face of O'Reilly. Oh. Strong comes running in with
0: a big knee. Oh. Chop down, kicking, knee, forearm on a knee,
3: and the leg sweep clothesline takes down Larkin.
0: Free. for the victory. Fucking hell! What a way to start. I know the only disputed era one, but my god, what a good match that was. I mean, this was a match that I was I thought might have been kind of hard hitting and exciting, and I think it ticked all. The Boxes, I think. What a fantastic way to uh, start the show here. Real hard-hitting, uh, real kind of nice storytelling as well. Birch and Lorky, uh, Birch and Lorcan lost nothing in defeat there to the Undisputed era. And the Unsputed era were strong and widely proved as a tag team. They got the job done without Adam Cole. So there's still... And, and Birch and Lorcan can argue, well, Cole got involved to begin with. So if it's two-on-two two next time... Will it happen again? But well, I mean, what are your thoughts on that, Dan?
3: Yeah, you know, I'm glad that Adam Cole got fucked off out of it, and you know, it, it had a minor bit of interference. It could have changed the outcome of the match. You, you never know, dear. But it's, I think these two guys, Roderick Strong included as well, you know, well, all four of these guys, Roderick Strong, they put put on a brilliant performance, and again told a great story that these. Two teams absolutely hate each other. And, you know, it makes it even more spicy when a tag team gold is on the line. What a fucking
0: match. And what a way to start. And because of that, we both get a point. So it's one point all. That's good, isn't it? (laughs)
4: It's good, isn't it? it?
0: Points to start us off. And listen to that ovation for Birch and Lorkin. They might be losers here tonight, but they might be the real winners. They gave everything they had. What tremendous effort. I think they finally arrived in team for people that never knew who they were. You see Lars Sullivan get ready backstage, pulling away. Oh, Kari saying at ringside. Did we see anybody at ringside maybe tonight?
3: Yeah, Kari Sane. Yeah,
0: Kari Sane, Pirate Princess. I'm talking about maybe anybody new. Of course, we saw EC3 in the crowd at takeover. And, of course, we saw another man in the crowd at takeover. Ricochet. Action next against the Velveteen Dream. So let's have a look at the promo.
5: You know, for a while, the name Ricochet always coincided with this kid who could do flips. I kind of set an expectation for myself that I have to stay at a certain level or exceed it a lot of times.
2: The one thing you can expect is the unexpected.
5: For 15 years, I have scraped and clawed my way to the top of every single company that I have been in.
2: The one and only is in NXT.
4: The one and only. I must mean you're blessed. I'd say I'm blessed.
2: Dripping in finesse and attitude. The Velveteen Dream has certainly proved he's tough enough.
4: When you're truly blessed, you don't need to struggle. Being blessed means that you're equipped with intangibles with it. Do you want to know what it is? Every word they say, every gesture, hooked. Just like that. Ricochet's good. That's athletically, you can impress a few people, but can you make them feel it? No, no, no. Understand this, anything that you can do, the dream can do better.
5: it. Velveteen, what's the worst struggle he's had? Being eliminated from a reality TV show? The dream has no memory of that. And not only that, he gets his NXT contract. He gets his opportunity. Well, I got mine. And I wasn't handed it. I earned it. There's a monarchy here in NXT. And
4: Ricochet believes that he's the king. And that's funny to the dream. Well, the dream were to pick a crown, he choose to be the prince. The difference between a king and a prince, the king was good, but that prince, he
5: knows that there's a bigger crown. At NXT TakeOver Chicago, when 100% of my focus is on the Velveteen dream, the king will fall. The only thing that he's going to experience, the monarchy dies, is defeat. The Velveteen Dream will rise at the hands of King Ricochet.
0: Well, well, well. I mean, what what, what do you make of that, Dan, eh?
3: Well, what a build-up. Ricochet is trying to make his name... And the Velveteen Dream saying, well, you know, he calls himself the king. I'm a prince. I don't need a crown. And anything the one and only can do, so can the dream. And it's kind of, you know, just a case of the dream wanting to get the respect he feels he earns. And he's coming out with a homage to Hollywood Hulk Hogan.
0: Yeah. One of the weirdest outfits I've seen. Uh, Is Hogan return nearly happening? Is it coming soon? Usually he mocks Ricochet. Or or usually, sorry, mocks the wrestlers that he's wrestling. We've seen him with spray paint with Dream on and and Cassius Ohno. Mox for him. And now coming out, does he think he's a Hulk Hogan of NXT? And what a story it is. Dream is a show-off. And this character has got such an ego. Ricochet... It's just so fucking cool. And anybody that doesn't get Ricochet really needs to reassess the situation themselves. Situation. <laughs> situation. Because this will feature some of the great, best things ever. The way the dream is, I can't wait for the standoffs. It's, it's going to be so cool yeah, and, and what they do. Uh, before we go too far, predictions for this. Now, this is a difficult one to call. Because the dream, you know, victory for him. He needs a few victories to back himself up. But I think with Ricochet, he did lose at TakeOver, didn't he, in the ladder match. This time round, I am going to go for one-on-one against the Dream. Ricochet to win this match.
3: Oh, have you uh,
0: prepared yourself?
3: Because the Velveteen Dream against Ali B, he did come up only just too short. But he still managed to earn his respect. And I think that respect goes a long way. Especially as far as a Velveteen Dream goes. Because, you know, I think he thrives on people saying his name. And I think Ricochet is going to be saying his name. He's going to be saying, Velveteen Dream, I beat you.
0: Oh, that's a good one. Ricochet in the prediction. So, again, we've gone the same. And Dream's getting a great reception here as he comes out. Taking his time. He does look like a star at this moment. Can he back it up? What he says? Full on Hogan poses. Uh oh! Now it's time to get serious. Listen to the reception of Ricochet. Velveteen well, Dream doesn't care, laying across the announce table, but he should. Ricochet coming out looking like a star himself. And Ricochet's got like what is it? Gladiatorial kind of. He's got a set of angel wings going on yeah. on his
3: jacket there.
0: Well, the one and only King Ricochet. And he's ripped. Talk he's about. got a 10-pack. Can I say he's absolute? That is true, isn't it? Oh. I can bring it out of time just for one night for Ricochet. So, keys to victory. This is a very difficult one to to call for keys. I, I'll tell you what we'll do. I'll do Velveteen Dream. For me, Dream wants to win. He's going to have to slow down Ricochet. And that's by either with mind games and trying to take him out off his game or to try and do the old-fashioned way of taking a leg out so he can't do anything awesome. You have to ground Ricochet. I think Ricochet is a good uh, technical wrestler himself, but like I say, he he relies heavily on the high fly. And I think the dream will try to do that or just work the mind games heavy. And I think he's already done that by throwing Ricochet off a little bit by dressed as Hulk Hogan. But what does Ricochet want to do if he wants to beat Dream?
3: I think, you know, he just needs to come out and do what he does. He he needs to obviously keep his distance from Velveteen Dream. We know, you know, both these guys, they're, they're tremendous on the mat. And, uh, yeah, Ricochet just needs to keep his distance, stick a move, hit him with a few big shots, and uh, I think that'll be it for the Dream.
0: Yeah, well, the bell rings for both men staring at each other. Thinking about you looking, you look stupid and out of it. And the crowd pretty split, a little split. This is a bit like Rock versus Hogan. Is that what they're trying to do? That's <laughs> hilarious. They've been talking trash on Twitter to each other. Now we're finally going to get it on. As well. Is this a number one contenders match? I think it's it's good as, isn't it? I don't think Champa or Gagan are concerned with uh, anything to do with the NXT title at the moment. And I think Rick Shane Dream, they want that. They want that opportunity. And I think if they win it here, I think it would be hard-pressed to argue they should be next in line. Indeed,
3: yes, and, you know, the, and the likes of the B-card that didn't quite make it
0: to NXT TakeOver. EC3's that TakeOver. EC3 is here tonight. It all depends, because you think about it, if Lars Sullivan walks out of NXT Champion, do you really think one-on-one, Ricochet and Velvety Dream can get the job done when he couldn't two-on-one? So that is a question you've got to ask yourself. They've got to proof-think... Here tonight, we started off really technical. Dream's caught him between Ricochet's legs. Throws his bandana at him, gets him in a side headlock,
3: but Ricochet gets uh, Velveteen Dream's head between his
0: legs now. Now Dream again trying to turn him, but Ricochet's got the uh, legs hooked. Now Dream turns it around.
3: Ricochet fighting out though. He's got Dream's arm bent behind his back, wrenching
0: it back. Trying to get his shoulders to the mat for a free count. It all gets him down, but Dream gets up before any damage. Now into headlock. Dream pushes Ricochet down. No. No, Ricochet just grounds the Dream.
3: I think he's trying to prove that he can, you know, he can go technical with the best of them. Dream rolls up Ricochet, but only gets a one count.
0: One. Yeah, that's what he's saying in the, uh, the build-up to this, that he's not just a kind of high-flying guy. He can do it all when it comes in the ring. And I think the Dream wants to kind of prove him wrong. But is the Dream tough enough in this match? Oh, shoulder block there by Dream. Now is he brushing Ricochet aside? Nice leapfrog by Ricochet. But Dream dodges the clothesline. Tilt a well, but Ricochet lands on his feet and another standoff well, Ricochet rolls round the back cartwheels across then dives under that's what I was talking about <laughs> these types of face-offs Ricochet lands like a superhero Dream there taunting
3: him but Dream is he getting frustrated
0: can he is he realising that he can't actually do what Ricochet can do well this is the thing Ricochet can back it up Amazing, then Dream saying well alright let's see what I've got then Oh well now it's changed. It was technical, now it's slugfest, both slept on each other. Ricochet went for the roll up, Dream's up. Ricochet with a goal behind.
3: Dream gets out, Ricochet rolls through. He is his takedown, nips up to his feet, a
0: lovely drop kick. And he sends Dream into the turnbuckle. Ricochet cool, calm and collected. Here he comes running in. Sent it onto the apron, but he blocked it.
5: Oh, oh.
3: Ricochet looking to springboard in. He gets crack. well, he Velveteen Dream goes against the top rope, hangs Ricochet up on it
0: throat first, and he tumbles to the outside. Oh, that was a mistake by Ricochet. Will it be the last one that he makes in this match? His dream keeps on him. Brother. He throws him in. It's
3: funny because Hogan's a racist. Yeah,
0: I know. That's what I'm saying. Do you think that's why they've done it a little bit? Because, you know, the Hogan thing is like, well, how can we prove that he's over his kind of racism? I tell you what, why don't we have to dream just as Hogan? And then he's like, look, look, what, look at this. He's going to get Ricochet as well, eh? Hey, eh? eh? hey?
3: Indeed, yes. And even the referee. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's quite Well, right, yeah, he's,
0: t- he's dancing, isn't he? Referee getting in the dream space, so come and be clean about this. And Dream's got to take his advantage when he can. He's grounded Ricochet at this moment in time. Dropping Ricochet on the top rope by his throat again. Dream taunting. Doesn't want to take too long with Ricochet.
3: He springboards his way off the top rope from his knees. And he's mocking Ricochet.
0: And now he's taunting again. And this is uh, Velveteen Dream's game. Take this time picking up ricochet with a net breaker. <laughs> a rude awakening. Goes for the cover. One, two. Oh no! Ricochet managing to kick out. Ah. Oh. He throws. No ricochet
3: reverses. Dream. Throws him against the ropes. Follows up with a big elbow. We can show you looking to go flying, but oh. Velveteen
0: Dream just shoves him through the second and bottom rope. He does go flying right onto the uh, outside, onto those mats. and Wow. Dan, how thin are those mats? They are wafer thin, millimetres thick, sitting on concrete. Well, can the Dream fly now? He's going to go attempt it. Oh, jumps to the second rope's over. And that was high flying by Velveteen Dream there. He's showing he can... <clears throat> It's not as pretty as Ricochet's no, fly, no, though, is no, it? No. <laughs> but still, it's effective. Throws Ricochet, and can he get him down? No. Ricochet gets shoulder off at two. Two. It's like his first day of doing it. Do you know what I mean? It's like, right, try on the second rope first. Now Ricochet with a... Sim- oh, sorry. Now Velveteen Team Jimmy with a submission. He's got the arms clasped, just trying to stop the breath of Ricochet. And I think the dream at this moment in time has proven that he can go toe to toe with Ricochet. I don't know what you think. He's he's certainly getting into Ricochet's
3: head. He's you know cutting him off before Ricochet gets chance to move. And I think you know that's quite vital part of going up against Ricochet.
2: Well, Dream,
0: clasping all he's got with Ricochet now. So to get a crowd behind him. He gets to his feet with the punches, but just one shot. By the Dream, floors Ricochet. And the crowd chant Velveteen Dream. Ricochet responds with a kick though, and says the Dream flying across the ring. Dream's back to his feet, walks into a back elbow lay by Ricochet. Gets his foot caught, but manages hit with a right hand, gets thrown back in the corner. But it's the quickness of Ricochet dodging the Dream, throws him to the outside. But just like that, Velveteen straight on Ricochet. Baseball slides him off. Dream back in and he's not looking, letting Ricochet breathe at all. Ricochet looking for the step up in Seguri. Dream ducks
3: it though. I dare say Dream looks like he's a step ahead of Ricochet at the moment. Ricochet rolls through, sends Dream tumbling across the mat. Perched in the corner. Dream pushes him off and a lovely like rolling double knees to the head.
0: Dream to the outside and we're going to see Ricochet flying. It's what got me in trouble in the first place. Here he comes. Suicide dive. And top rope. Takes out the dream. But I don't think he's finished. Here comes Ricochet again. Over the top. (laughs) A corkscrew splash on Dream. Throws him in.
3: Dream's over in the corner. Ricochet getting up ahead of steam. A big uppercut, followed by a slap, throwing him into the second turnbuckle. <laughs> Six-one-nine sends him back across the ring. Ricochet now springboarded back in with the uppercut. Lovely from Ricochet. Goes for the cover. One, two. Oh. But the Velveteen Dream managing to kick out. Uh-huh. I think Ricochet's starting to feel it
0: now. He's woken up. And it's just his offense is just so quick, so sudden. Dream can't stop it. Ricochet with the Irish rip to Dream. Dream responds with a kick though. A lovely neck breaker from
3: Ricochet. Standing shooting star. Two. Oh,
0: oh only manager. Two. Dream's like, shit, that was only done then, wasn't it? <laughs> Rolling on his front, make sure he can't get pinned again. And the crowd into this match again as Ricochet picks up the Dream.
3: The Dream falls down, sits on his backside, lulling Ricochet in, but pulls him through the second and top row. Outside, Ricochet lands on his feet, goes up top.
0: Oh, Dream crotches Ricochet on top, though.
3: Yeah, bouncing against that top rope.
0: I still say this position favours Ricochet, even though he just got caught with a forearm. Most definitely, yeah.
3: <laughs> Especially if Dream
0: goes up to meet him, which he is. Well, now Dream's trying to get Ricochet on his shoulders. And
3: Ricochet responds with a slap. Slaps him down to the mat. Is he going to go
0: for it? Well, this could be his chance. Ricochet getting his balance. Is it time? No. Oh, Velveteen Dream
3: bounces up to the second rope. Ricochet jumps off onto the apron. Is he
0: looking to hang the Dream up. Well, you knew exactly what Dream was trying to do. And now, Dream's on one side, Ricochet on the other. But Dream's caught Ricochet. Definitely driver. Oh, my God. From the second rope, Ricochet looks fucked. <laughs> and that might be it. Goes into the cover. One, two...
3: And Ricochet just managing to kick out. Oh.
0: Well, oh, that was an impact there. Yeah, well, Velveteen took a bit of a
3: bump <laughs> as well, though, to be fair.
0: And I love a great match. Most definitely, yeah. And now the Dream might be looking for the Purple Rainmaker. Is he going to go up, try and put Ricochet away. And Dream did exactly the same move Ricochet just done. When Ricochet tried to knock him off the top, Dream now lands on the second rope. And now Ricochet's up.
3: It is a shout-out to Ricochet.
0: Prince Puma. Wow. And now Dream's got... Oh, my God. Ricochet. Oh.
3: <sighs> on the edge of the apron lifts him up with delayed vertical suplex. Both
0: men landing hard on them wafer-thin mats. Oh, my God, that's it. What did you just realise, Dan? <laughs> I know you're a big Ricochet fan. What's the Dream doing? Well, I thought I
3: recognised them trunks. And if you look back at images of Prince Puma, he has got them trunks that Velveteen Dream is wearing. So he said he didn't have his face spray-painted on them. I think they're more of a shout-out to his Prince Puma days, which I think is very intelligent. By the dream.
0: Yes, that's true. And P- 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 Ricochet was under a mask, of course, for Lucha Underground. And he was a Lucha Underground champion for uh, about a year or so. Can both men get in? Count nine. Oh, my God. Both men just managed to beat it. But what a hellacious impact that was. Ricochet, even though he managed to get to his feet and dive in the ring before the count of ten. ten. I think he's still feeling... <laughs> If it was me, it would have double taken account of that loss.
3: <laughs>
0: no shame in that. it uh, could be internal bleeding for either man. Well, it might be hyper extended their uh, their arms, their legs. Both could be out and they're both helping each other up now. Bounds into it again and oh dream. Hits another one. One, two, oh, oh my god.
3: Oh. Fuck knows how,
0: but Ricochet managing to get his shoulder up at two. Two. Well, it's this rolling Death Valley driver. Can't get the job done. Maybe the Dream's thinking now, I I just can't beat him. Well, Ricochet certainly has been on most of the receiving end (laughs) of this beating tonight. Yeah. And if he does pull out a victory, I think it would just go to show how resilient he is. But I, I do believe in NXT... Even though what Ricochet's accomplished and, you know, with Dream, that at the moment in time they are equal, you know? Oh, most definitely, yeah. And now Dream gets caught in the right hand by Ricochet.
3: Velveteen struggling to his feet, but he answers back to Ricochet. Both men taking their time. They've both
0: beaten down. We're getting a yay-yay punch and kicks... (laughs) Ricochet just winning that exchange. Uppercut cut by Dream. Make that two. But ricochet back with the forearms and the back elbow. And oh my God, Dream's caught him. Going to go for a DDT now. Uh,
3: ricochet catching him. Suplexing him, rolling through. Trying to power him up, but his back has taken too much punishment. Can't give him up for the second suplex. Gets caught with a super kick from Velveteen Dream. <laughs> delivers a big boot of his own.
0: And now Ricochet with everything he's got. Running into Dream. But Dream back elbow. Dream's going to take a chance off the top. Misses the clothesline. Oh. Ricochet turns him inside out. Now Ricochet's got the Dream again. Dream blocks it down. DDT. Turns like him inside spin out. In DDT. One. Two. <laughs> Ricochet again managing to kick out ah. Ricochet's got the most heart in NXT I've never seen someone take this much of a beating Still get the shoulder up And the crowd appreciate what's going on here So even the crowds are better in NXT Another se- A second match and a second for the action Not a list Is Awesome chant Just a NXT chant and enjoying the action Super
3: smiley fans there as well.
0: Have a nice day. Throw him off the cell. And now look at the dream. Stanley Ricochet. "Why don't you stay down?" Slapping him. I'm getting sick of you. As I say, that like, this is awesome, chant. I jinx it. Did yes.
3: The velveteen dream getting in Ricochet's face, and I don't even think Ricochet can respond. He's telling Ricochet he's a wrestling god. Oh, Ricochet puts him on his shoulders. A rolling Death Valley driver of his own lands on his feet after it, which is very impressive. And now Ricochet
0: looking around. Is he going up? And he's mocking the dream. Oh! oh. Hits the big elbow from the top.
3: One, one, two... Oh! And the dream managing to kick out. Uh-huh. So it's just the little things that Ricky. One, the two... You know, because they only normally do that when they know they're going to get the victory.
0: And now Ricochet pushing the dream in position. He's going to look for the 6.30 splash. Now the dream rolling around, rolling away.
3: Very very intelligent from the dream. He's never going to reach him from there,
0: is he? No, you, you can't do it from that distance. Ricochet now. Oh! Shooting star lands on the
3: knees of Dream, though.
0: One, two... Oh, oh. God.
3: And again, Ricochet <laughs> managing to
0: kick out. Uh-huh. Dream <laughs> cannot believe he's not put Ricochet away. And now the Dream's going to go up, he's not going to go hit Purple Rainmaker from there. He's, he's freak... He's... he's Across the ring, it's going to be a coast to coast. Oh! <laughs> ricochet rolls out the way. <laughs> well, Ricochet, a uh, dream was Chinese best. Ricochet, anything you could do, I could do better. Come back to haunt. Come on, Ricochet, get up, get on up. And now here goes Ricochet. Oh.
3: Bang! Hits its mark. Goes for the
0: cover. One, two, three. <laughs> oh. My man. <laughs> Fucking hell! Ricochet gets the victory over everything Dream. Um, lucky it's your match, Dan. <laughs> so, what do you reckon on that? Quite unbelievable action.
3: Well, said it a lot during the match, but the heart of Ricochet—it just goes on and on and on. And, you know, if he could take a beating like that from Velveteen Dream, who put his absolute everything to it, and I mean a suplex from the apron to the wafer fin mats, Death Valley driver off the second rope, followed by another Death Valley driver, knees up to the shooting star press. I mean, you know, it's who
0: can keep him down. Exactly. And Rickshay, look at that stance. After he wins as well, I mean, I, I I don't know who can keep him down. And what a statement it is by Ricochet here tonight, NXT TakeOver. But credit where credit's due to the Velveteen Dream. What a match. And they are some great matches now in NXT. He's building a repertoire for himself, be it with Aleister Black or even Cassie Sono. And now with Ricochet, uh, really telling a good story. He loses nothing in, in victory. He must be... The, the best loser in NXT right now. Because it doesn't matter. The character's so strong, he can bounce back from it. And it gives Ricochet a victory that he needed to go forward now in NXT. Just the way with that <coughs> Death Valley driver. He just rolls through his feet. So two matches down. And I said this takeover would be the best takeover of all time. Both matches have been <laughs> fucking brilliant. Uh, it's flown by... And we've only got three matches left. Two of them for NXT Championships. And one of them's a good chump. I mean, how can we be let down after this? You know, it's <laughs> it's been fantastic. Ricochet's won. Adam Cole's not been out here for too long. And he's looking at Velveteen Dream. Has he gained a nim? I would say so. And look at
3: Ricochet smirking. It would be good to see a show of respect between these two guys.
0: It would be nice. One and only. Talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling. You Talk about your Lucha Libra stuff. Show me a better hour of wrestling than we just had there with that first match tag team. And then Ricochet versus Dream. Go on, show me. You can't, can you? (coughs) No. But up next, it is the NXT Women's Championship. It's the most dangerous woman in NXT, Shania Baszler. Versus the craziest woman in WWE and Nikki Cross. Let's have a look at a promo.
2: Oh my God, we have a new NXT Women's Champion! You know what meant more to me than getting my hand raised in that ring?
5: I'm just trying to imagine the women's division
2: under the reign of Shayna Baszler. It was walking back in the locker room and seeing... The fear in everybody's eyes because fear means respect. You're gonna get smacked in the face with a hard dose of reality,
5: and I am that reality.
2: Jada were a decorated mixed martial artist, ranked top 10 in the world. She is dangerous, malicious, she's smart, and calculating. I did it because I want it, and I did it because I'm good it. People want to call it bullying. They can put whatever label they want on it. That's not what this is. This is reality. If you can't handle it, you get weeded out. Oh my God. The, women's the fight starts here. You train to make your body do exactly what your mind says. So if your mind breaks, your body will break even easier. The painful pattern unfolding with the queen of spades. <laughs> Sheena! 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 Nikki Cross has seen it up! You want to thrive on fear? <laughs> what happens when there's no fear? There's only... And her fantasy world, she just won the title. Shayna Baszler is the NXT Women's Champion. I was joked. I beat someone to win this. She hasn't done that, and she's not going to do that. You want to it? someone, Shana? Maybe Nikki <laughs> Cross is getting the best of her mentally. At TakeOver, my chaos will bring me your championship. My championship. This is my championship. Or your championship. My championship. Or your, your championship. Just to make you. Are you serious? you seriously asking me if Nikki Cross has the possibility of taking my championship at NXT TakeOver in Chicago. I'm going to take the NXT Women's Championship. You know what, I'm done. I'm done with this. You, this is why I don't do these
0: theories. <laughs> so, the Nikki Cross versus Shania Baszler promo and build up as something I've been really, really enjoying and it's a story that dates back to Basil winning the NXT title for the first time against Ember Moon at takeover. And she said what well, the best thing was well, wasn't winning the championship, it was going backstage and seeing the fear in everybody eyes and the, in everybody's eyes and the respect of that she had from everybody and everybody was running scared of her. And she says called it being a bully, she was in control and everyone was running scared of her, even Dakota Kai but then when it was Kai, it changed, didn't it? Because then Nikki Cross showed up and said she wasn't scared of Baszler. That she wanted to be fake her NXT Women's Championship. And for a woman whose bully tactics or intimidating others, Nikki Cross is not intimidated. And the Queen of Spades is in serious trouble, trouble once Nikki Cross gets her hand on Baszler. But I think it's a great build-up and different to most women matches that we see. Do you know what I mean? There's not a real clean-cut kind of babyface woman here it's a story of two crazy ladies fighting over the NXT women's title what your thoughts
3: yes it's you know it's the uh with Nikki Cross you can't quite you know you never quite know what's going through her mind she's very unexpected she's crazy she's unhinged she's you know she's just completely something
0: else not many women or not many wrestlers even can be a hill in the hill groups as long as they have and turn face without much explanation, just being who they are and be cheered. And it's because the character of Nikki Cross is so enjoyable. And we've been a fan of her when she was with Sanity and when she was doing all the crazy things like jumping on people's uh, Alexander Wolf's back and attacking others. Nikki Cross kept that character, and, and I cannot say. And and how good the Oscar versus Nikki Cross last Women's Standard match on NXT was last year. It, it, one of my favourite matches I feel of all time now. I always had vision of the Superplex off the top of the ladder through the announce table. Yes, that did happen in there. And that's how tough Nikki Cross is. I expect to see something like this tonight. Baszler needed good opposition. And she's got it in Nikki Cross. I am a massive fan of Nikki Cross. And I'm really looking forward to this match. We should say, though, prediction-wise, Dan, it is your turn to tell us who you've gone for in this one. Nikki
3: Cross, she has gone toe-to-toe with some of the best women in NXT, including Oscar. And, you know, she very narrowly lost with Shayna Baszler. She is something completely different. She has thrived on fear, intimidation. But I don't think that's going to work with Nikki Cross. So I have gone and.
0: S- new women's champion. Oh, you have got Nikki Cross. Crazy Cross. Uh, wow, I'm surprised. And I, I think my reaction surprise might tell you who I've gone for this. One. I've gone for a new. Wait, no, I haven't. I've gone Shania Basler to retain in this. We have got different. Uh, what you're reading? or you me for Basler. I think she needs successful title defenses. I think Cross is ready for the main roster, and I don't think it's weird that Sanity haven't debuted yet without Nicky Cross. I think Nicky Cross will lose tonight, and then go will be, will be with Sanity when they debut properly on SmackDown. Maybe even a week after Money in the Bank.
3: Well, do you know why Sanity haven't debuted yet? Why? Because Money in the Bank is primarily a singles wrestlers pay per view. And sanity and have both been kept off screen because you know, it's there's there's not really much need for them to be there and they haven't been there long enough to develop a personal feud to be put onto the main card. So, you know, I think they're they're gonna debut just after Money in the Bank, but with or without Nikki Cross we'll have to find out.
0: Yeah, and the lights now uh highlighting Nikki Cross and Shania Basler and I love the respect the NXT Women's Title gets. In the kind of the build-up to Revolution, it all started in NXT. Even from Sasha Banks versus Bailey to what we had Ember Moon versus Oscar. Now we've got Nikki Cross versus Baszler. It's uh, it's fantastic to see Nikki Cross is crazy. Uh, it, she well, what was nah, she's just mental. There's no words to describe Nikki Cross, but Baszler's tough. The most dangerous woman in NXT. We seen her come out. She's not battered an eyelid yet. She's been a bit wary of Nikki Cross outside, but in the ring, she says that's her home and it's her Women's Championship. Here we go, Baszler versus Cross. Keys to victory, Dan. What does Nikki Cross have to do if she wants to win this?
3: She just has to be her crazy self, to be honest. Don't get sucked into Shayna Baszler's scare tactics. Don't be intimidated by her, just... You know, I don't even think Nikki Cross knows what Nikki Cross is thinking.
0: Well, Baszler... Gonna go punch Cross and Cross not even moving.
3: Well, Cross is saying, try it!
0: <laughs> and she gets tripped by Baszler. Nikki Cross loves it. There's something wrong with her where she wants Basler to put on the Kirafuda clutch.
3: She's saying, do it! Do it!
0: Well, Nikki Chance, and now she's going after Baszler. I would say Baszler needs to use her MMA style on this, but Nicky Cross has completely thrown her off her game. She's gotten ahead of Baszler where maybe her uh, match the game cannot be taken into effect the mind game is a huge part in this and Nikki Cross
3: she's got her back turned
0: daring Basler oh she turns and faces off with Basler Basler screaming goes for the clothesline and <laughs> Cross just jumping on her back <laughs> trying to choke out Basler oh Basler might be out here Basler back to her feet trying to get Nikki Cross off There you go, snap mares her down, and now Baszler's going to put it in. The cross corner, rams her into
3: it a couple of times to break the hold. Uh Uh-oh. And now she's just stomping (laughs) a mud hole, but Basler gets out of there as quickly as she can, and she needs to compose herself, because just the
0: enigmatic Nikki Cross has just thrown her off her game. Oh, she dodges Basler on the apron. Oh, my God, and trips her.
3: And Cross just traps her (laughs) in the ring apron. And just punching away at her face. She's Um, even punching the mat a couple of times.
0: (laughs) To be able to take this offense. As she walks away, Nicky Cross chasing her down. Jumps on her back again. And Basler trying to get Nicky Cross off. Still ramp low.
5: Oh!
3: Jesus Christ. Knocks. Well, drops Nicky Cross back first on the ramp.
0: Well. She might be down. And that is not good. For Nikki Cross and Basler gonna throw her in, try and get the job done early. Oh my god, she's back to her feet but knee to the face. Nikki Cross managing to kick out. Uh. And now Baszler most people put the straps down, but she takes the hair bubble out and now go in the forearms. Basler <laughs> said you come to pay for you you paid to see me. And now Baszler just being awful to Nikki Cross with the forearms. Horrible reference here now, trying to stretch her. And Nikki Cross wanted Baszler. This is what Baszler's good at. Wearing, tearing the submission in. But Nikki Cross,
3: she's crazy.
0: She's, it seems like she's absolutely
3: enjoying it. She tries fighting her way back, a couple of punches to the midsection, a big elbow to the jaw. Oh,
0: my God.
3: But Basler just catches her with a knee to the face and
0: drops her to the mat again. Well, Nikki Cross might be out now. Baszler again with a knee.
3: Cross <laughs> is just taking it and she's smiling. It's just psyching her up and Baszler's no idea what to think. Well, Bas- down, but Cross gets back up. <laughs> smiling. Shut up, my cunt! She slaps s- herself to psych herself up again, catches Baszler's third attempt...
0: And now Cross for the forearms to Basler. And she's rocking the champ, but oh goes for behind, goes for the Kirafudu. Kirafuda. Kirafuda, but oh no, Nikki Cross with a back suplex. And now both women down.
3: Cross trying to slap herself back into this match. Gonna have a chew on that rope, girl. And cross is back on it. Lufez press. Punching away at the head of Basler.
0: Cross with a clothesline. She likes the punishment, sending Basil to the corner now. And she's walking it dry. Referee trying to get control of this, but Cross just crazy. Now the boots. She's literally kicking Basil's ass at the moment. Pretty much. And now she screams. And she's going up. Looking to put Basil away.
3: Flying crossbody. Bang. Hits its mark. Two. Oh. But Baszler just managing to kick out. Uh. Going back to the outside again to try and get some space. But I don't think that's going to stop Crazy Cross.
0: Well, she hit the uh, flying Nicky Cross body, didn't she? But, but Baszler away. Now on the apron. And this is going to be bad. Oh. Nicky Cross drop apron there. Oh, my
3: God. Jesus Christ.
0: But couldn't get the job done. Baser showed her toughness and kicking out. Oh. But Cross now going to go for the spinning Fisherwoman Suplex. No.
3: Baze catches her with a knee to the jaw. Goes for the cover. Oh, oh. but Cross managing to kick out.
4: Oh.
0: Oh, and now base going to go for the Kirafudi clutch. Got it in. The cross sends her head first into the turnbuckle.
3: Oh, my God. Cross hits it. This is it. One, two, two. oh! Basler gets bottom rope.
0: She hit the widow's peak, but Baszler too close to the ropes. And Nikki Cross still angry. Basler may be out. I've not seen Shania take this much punishment. And Cross, going to go roll her up. No! Basler rolls through. Kira to clutch. She's got it deep in. Known for her toughness, she'll sure fight this everything she's got. But it's almost all in, and now she's got the grapevine.
3: Come on, Nikki, get out.
0: Cross fading, but still fighting. I don't think she'll tap. Nikki desperate, but Bays has got it in and leaves her. Come on, Nikki. And Nikki now trying to figure out what's going on. What can she do? Nikki a pass out of a smile on her face. Now she's fighting this. The Scots woman trying to get to that rope. The crowd need to get behind her. Come on. She almost got a smile on her face. She seems to be enjoying this. And I think she is passing out with a smile on her face now. One last gasp maybe from Nikki. No, it's out. That's it. Basil wins. Crossy's out of this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she didn't give up though. No, what a fantastic ending. And Nikki Cross with a story told. Like you said, a smile on her face. Got caught. Wouldn't tap out. Passed out. Oscar tapped out of WrestleMania. Nikki Cross has passed out now. That shows her toughness. And bet gets the job done here. I think that was quite a well told match there. I think each woman. Was, yeah. Uh, you know, again, it was. It was good, I think, for Baszler's benefit that it
3: didn't go on for too long because, you know, she's not that strong. She hasn't got too much of an offence. So, you know, with Nikki Cross getting in most of the strikes, uh, Baszler, you know, just having the odd move here and there, trying to defend herself and that and finishing it
0: in the way it did. Yeah, you know, it told a great story. It really did. And we thought Nikki Cross had it won. But Baszler, just too close to the ropes and the Kirifuda clutch will put Anybody away. And Nicky Cross did pass out. I should say predictions after that one. It's two points each. Wow. So we both get a point for that. Ricochet and, of course, Velveteen Dream. So then predictions after that. Yes, Dan, I do get the points. So I go 3-2 up on the NXT card with two matches. You can pull this back. But Baszler celebrates for the title. I wonder who'd be next in line. After Nikki Cross, even as Basler's walking away,
3: <laughs> Nikki Cross has still got a smile on her face. She is smirking.
0: She, she, she's not smirking, but she's smiling because at least she put her in on Basler, and maybe she'll get another chance down the road. But up next, the action continues, and it is NXT loud theme, Painless Fuzzy. What? No mention of Jericho, who is. Fozzie. And I told you when the last time we see him, EC3 is in the crowd. EC3 is NXT. NXT3,
3: he... you dickhead. What? He's NXT3.
0: No, he is NXT. The promotion will be called NXT3. So, I th- excuse me. I think I know more about Ethan the 3rd than you do, all right? And here we are in Chicago. And up next... It is the NXT title on the line. It's Alistair Black versus The Freak. What's his nickname? Awesome. Versus Lars Sullivan. And let's have a look at the promo.
2: This path has always led one way. Oh, my God. Black math Knocking out opponents. of black. That guy's an absolute freak. There is nobody like me. Six feet, three hundred pounds. A one-man wrecking ball. I am gonna take everything that you've worked your entire life for. What? Lars Sullivan. The one strike that I've used to knock all oh, my opponents down, but he will feel the full force of the Black Mass and take over Chicago. Mark Sullivan and Allister Black coming to blows to the ring. Oh my God! Alistair Black is at the mercy of Mar Sullivan. And another freakout. Vogue well for the NXT Championship reign of Alistair Black! Three in a row! This
4: is your
2: reality
0: in Chicago! Grr! 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 <laughs> so yes, Lars Sullivan versus Alistair Black. Well, this
3: promo was pretty much all about the black mass kick. How Alistair Black has devastated every opponent he's been at so far, in, up to and including the former NXT champion, CN. Cien. Cien. And, you know, he tried it on Lars Sullivan and it was caught. And Alistair Black got hit with the freak accident. And, you know, it's kind of a. Uh, Lars Sullivan put himself into this match by interrupting a number one contenders match between the Velveteen Dream and Ricochet and saying, look, I've just taken both of these guys out. I think I should
0: get the shot. And he has. Well, it's been such an interesting build, like you say. With no black mass and last Sullivan known to hit it, I think we're a freak accident away from a new NXT champion tonight. And uh, in this one, it's going to be so interesting to see who comes out On top, he's an imposing man, Lars Sullivan. So prediction-wise, in this... I have gone, tonight, Dan, will be no freak accident. Because the black mask kick will be heard, and black will hit it, and retain the NXT title. I think the black mask kick will be caught by Lars Sullivan's chin. I've gone for my man... (laughs) Ali B. Ali B. So there you go. We've gone for Alistair Black in this one. This is gonna be a difficult one, so let's hear Alistair Black's entrance.
3: And then when Ali B retains it, EC three is gonna jump over the barricade and he's gonna get hit with a black mass kick oh, as well.
0: Oh
5: don't.
0: <laughs> the champ is here. The man you picked is yours a year ago and now he stands here NXT T champion.
2: Go
3: <laughs> Yes, it's no coincidence that my guy Addy B took the title off my guy, my three eleven boy, CN. Who took the title off Shut your out.
4: guy?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Had to be done. So Alistair Black he sits where he wants, but can he kick where he wants? I think the game plan for Lars Sullivan tonight has got to be just his normal and his ability over Alistair Black these recent weeks. He's proven he can hit him with a freak accident. He's just got to tonight. I think he'll get the job done. What does Ali B have to do if he wants to retain?
3: Well, he has to try and absorb as much of the offense that Lars Sullivan can deliver. And we know he's a powerful guy. He's beaten tag teams on his own. He's, you know, he's overcome the odds. He's even beaten the great well beaten the great Ricochet and Velveteen Dream down. Both
0: of those, you know, halfway through a match. Oh well, here we go. Introductions for Alistair Black and Lars Sullivan. Well, I said in a live show it felt like Lars Sullivan was a champion going in this one, or Alistair Black was the underdog. And I still feel the same here. Alistair Black's got to prove he's not a one hit wonder and he can retain his NXT title. Yeah, he beats CN. But now what? Can he get through his first proper title defence? Well, he's not exactly dwarfed by Lars
3: Sullivan, is he? No. In hot, maybe slightly, you know, in body mass. But what the body mass lacks, the black mass will make up for.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, you talk about the size of a bowling ball. You know, uh, Lars Sullivan makes Albert's head look normal. So. Oh, he has got a fucking noggin on him. He, he, he really has. He's a big man. But Black's, like I said, not intimidated. And getting in Lars's face. And it'd be funny if it was just black mass, one, two, three.
3: <laughs> oh, it's the black just standing there silently looking into the eyes. And a striking ability from black. He comes straight out of the block. But one kick to the midsection from Lars Sullivan. Plants black. Both men going for their finisher. Oh, my God. Both men avoiding each other's finisher. He's caught the black mass again. But black with the kicks. Sends Sullivan tumbling to the
0: outside. Black follows him. Oh, my God. Forearm. And now with a combination, he wants to take Lars out early.
3: Gets thrown onto the apron. Oh! Double
0: knees takes down Lars Sullivan. And there's a different side of Black. Never seen tonight. He's the underdog. And he needs to keep his finger on the trigger.
3: <clears throat> but a couple of big blows from Sullivan... That kind of puts Sally B
0: back on the starting blocks. And it's like a tree falling at you as both men in, and Black hits a knee, but only gets a one and gets pushed off. One. And now Black's going to go for the arm. The thing I like about Sullivan though, he sells quite well for a big man. He see, I, mean, I won't say he's agile, but the way he goes down, the way he fucks about. I don't, yeah. if it, I don't know if it's intentional he does it, but there's a couple of things he did in a ladder match, and in other matches I've seen, you know, he's not kind of. A typical big man, I think. Maybe with no,
3: I, I think you know with Black uh, with Sullivan. If he wants to be a legitimate big man, he doesn't need to sell as dramatically as he does, but he's still got the quick recovery time as a big man does.
0: If that makes any sense, yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. Black's on the eighth, and he gets caught by Lars. Not going to go power slam. Well, I don't think this will be a long match as Lars just runs through Black. Yeah, sends him rolling to the outside. Black's going to catch his breath. And the fans booing Lars Sullivan. And now he's got Black to send him. No. Black reverses it, sends Sullivan chest first into the ring post. The big impact there. I think the ring moved a little bit as Black now goes on the apron. And he's going to try and hit everything now to second. Oh, my God. A Moonsault off the second rope gets caught by
3: Sullivan and just hangs him up. On the edge of the ring apron. Shoves him into
0: barricade. Well, they've been on the outside in as much as they've been inside. Referee's time to C- take control. Lars keeps breaking the count, though. Nearly fucked it, didn't they? He saved it. Alistair Black back in, but he is punch drunk at this moment in time. I think Sullivan is still slightly too green. There's shades of that with him, isn't there? He pushes yeah. Black down too much too soon maybe but oh Black kicks out ah, a nonchalant
3: cover there by Lars Sullivan not able to get the job done though but he's still making Alistair Black expel energy by getting his shoulder up and now the clubbing
0: forearm. who's the man but you would say the way this match is going and the way the, the build up has that Black's still got a chance in this you've always said and I always repeat it that Black gets stronger as the fight goes on. He's like the Iron Fist, if you will. Apart from not a shit the Netflix series. Putting Alistair Black to sleep right now. It's been a dominating performance by Lars. And I told you it's been the worst match of the night. I mean the other matches have been cracking, but we're still waiting for this to heat up a little bit. Can Black fight up? And fight out. I think the crowd they have been for the others. But Lars stops Alistair Black. Maybe they're in awe of Sullivan's size. Oh, my oh, God.
3: Sullivan pops Alistair Black onto his shoulder for the freak accident. Ali with the backslide, trying to drag the big man down, but gets caught. lifted
0: straight up to his feet. Just a power slam down to the mat. Well, it ain't pretty, but it's effective. But as he goes for the cover, Black does two, Two. And maybe Lars Sullivan has Alistair Black's number. We've seen it sometimes in professional sports some team has another team's number you know will this be the case here tonight will we see a new NXT champion As the black struggling to get to his feet but still fight hitting a big elbow to the jaw of Sullivan but
3: Sullivan just laughing it off The black responding with a few more thunderous
0: shots and Lars picking Sullivan, uh, picking black up pop up power slam but black managing to kick out uh uh-huh. Nigel said, that was 2 and 7 8. Fine. What? What's Nigel beginning to sound like then? That was 2 and 7 eights. That was
3: very close for Lars Sullivan. No,
0: I'm too... oh, yeah. Blame the tiredness. Black is I'm down. I'm performing monkey. Lars, Dance monkey, dance. Lance to the top. Lance. I called him Lars. I'm tired. And Black. I go get him. He is a tired. <laughs> My penis is wide awake. Alistair Black's got his penis. Oh, well done. Alistair Black's got Lars Sullivan now on the top. But Lars fighting. Big elbow to the back of Lars Sullivan's head. He falls down on the apron. Oh.
3: Sweeps the legs of Alistair Black. Hangs him up on the top. Then clotheslines him as he was perched. And Alistair Black's laying where he wants. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And now Lars Sullivan going up. Oh, my God, this could break the ring. This is going to be a big mistake. Here comes Lars.
5: Oh!
3: Alistair got his knee up just in time, but I think that hurt his knee more than it did Lars
0: Sullivan's jaw. Well, if he hurt his knee, can he hit a black mass kick? If he's hurt his jaw, the black mass kick's going to hurt even more, though. I was weaken him up. That was the last second there. Just shows the dexterity of Alistair Black. The Sullivan's up first. Sullivan missing as the match has gone on. Black's wearing into this. Maybe Sullivan's tank is empty and gets frogged a little bit there by Ali B. And again, but it's not taking him down. Last screams, but gets a leg caught.
3: Cool. Oh. a Knee shot to the jaw. Alistair Black nips up to his feet. Sullivan's up to his as well. Ali B with a lovely combination punches and kicks. Springboard moonsault. One,
0: two. Oh! Well, Lars somehow managed to kick out. Uh-huh. Balas the Black building up now as he looks to end it. Black mass kick. He's lifting his last head up. Oh, well, Sullivan's grabbing hold of the foot.
3: Flipping Alistair over.
0: Oh, my God. Oh. And then going low, block blocking that knee. And now Lars running in, but Black with a boot up.
3: Another big boot to the kick, big kick to the chest, uh, another boot to the chin, and
0: a big kick to the chest. But it injured him, and now, my God, Lars Sullivan's got Alistair Black wrapped around his head. Oh, my God. And the, the NXT title could change hands, and this is sickening. Alistair Black is serious. Shall we get manhandled?
3: Punch him, bite him, scratch him, kick him. Well, anything. Fart in his <laughs> face.
0: Keep up with the exit title. Rolls up Lars, two. Oh. oh. But Black, Lars getting the shoulder up at two. Two. And now he's going to pick him up. Freak accident. Oh. Black holding on. Planting Sullivan with a DDT. Well, both men down, trying to catch their breath. Lars is on his belly, so it's difficult. You can't turn him. You've got to turn him to get the pin. Turn it. Well, both men down now. Back to the feet. Lars on the apron catches Black with a huge forearm. Yeah, after that he caught him
3: with a spinning back elbow. Well, and Black might Black might be out. Both men in no man's land. Black fighting out of everything he's got. Big boots to the jaw hits three looking for a fourth gets caught by Sullivan power oh, slam on the hard part of the ring God
0: Black is in serious trouble last throws him in he's going to go up yet again even though he got caught with a knee last time hits a diving headbutt One, two, oh.
3: And somehow, Alistair Black was able to kick out.
0: Oh. Uh, well, I don't know how he did. But we thank our lucky stars. Lars nearly had him down there. Stars, Lars. hmm House, mouse. And now Lars waiting for Alistair Black to get to his feet to end this. Oh. oh. Black jumps over, lands on the back of Sullivan.
3: Black Mass kicked to the back of the head. Two.
0: Oh. oh. Sullivan managed to kick out. I think he missed that by a mile. I think he did as well. Oh, my God. It depends if they show a replay of it. They won't. Unless he hit him too hard and he's bleeding now. Because the referee's putting on gloves. doesn't know where the blood's coming from. He might not have got all the Black Mass last getting to his feet. Black Mass again, but gets caught. Cool. Oh my God! Clothesline, black
3: inside out of a clothesline, clothesline, and now freak accident.
0: Black no, again. Black
3: pushes him off. Running knee to the jaw. Bang.
0: Black mass kick knocks Lars down. Gets back up again. Nothing's going to keep him down. And he's saying he's not done yet. And they're saying
3: one more time. Bang! Knockout blow. One, two, three. Yes. And Ali B <laughs> retains his title in spectacular fashion against the freak. Well,
0: what did you think of the match?
3: I thought it was quite good, actually. Um, you know, you can still see Sullivan's greenness grinning through a bit there, but you know, they've—I think—they've managed to kind of cover it up slightly. And, yeah, you know, it It probably has been not the greatest match of the night, but
0: it's still better than a majority of the ones shown on WWE pay-per-views. Yeah. I think a match on any, yeah, this match on any card would be a, a, a really good match uh, because what we've seen tonight, I think it is a good match. Uh, uh, there was a couple of things, a couple of little things maybe didn't work out, but still good. I think the Black comes away well from victory. And Lars does look like a monster, even though he's busted up inside. might have lost a tooth. And it was a good story because the black mass kick couldn't get the job done once, twice. So three times a lucky charm. Lars came so close. And the freak accident was protect- protected as well. So that's, a, I suppose, a, um, a bonus for him. So who's next in line? Who would you like to see next in line for Alistair Black? If you were picking, If you were his manager, who would you pick next? Adam... <laughs> 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 I thought you were going to say I couldn't even know. finish that.
3: Um, I'll have a triple threat match
2: yeah.
3: between Pete Dunne, Ricochet uh. and EC3 <laughs> for a number one contenders match. See so deserves
0: it. Oh, that's quite cool. I like that match. But Alistair Black, one thing about him, he sits where he wants... And he celebrates with a crowd in Chicago. It's the Chicago way. I would like for him to face the win of Chumper versus Gagano at the next takeover. I think that would be quite cool. And speaking of Chumper versus Gargano, that is our main event for the second takeover in a row. It's a Chicago street fight. Tommaso Chumper, Johnny Gagano. Let's have a look at the promo.
2: Furious. Johnny Wrestling is gone for good. I finally have my moment. Who do you hate more than a friend who stabs you in the back? And with the bell, this unsanctioned match begins. You're selfish. He is one of the most dangerous superstars. I am scared for Johnny Gargano right now. This is my moment. Gargano going for the fight of his life here against Tommaso Ciampa. Tommaso Ciampa has taken over. How is Gargano staying alive in this match? Gargano has the clutch in his possession. Why'd he stop? Why is he stopping? Whoa! FDF with the brakes, there's Montau. Johnny Gargano's back. And Johnny Gargano now will get to celebrate with his loving wife Candice LeRae. They have been put through hell by Tommaso Ciampa. That is all now behind them take over New Orleans I remembered exactly who Johnny Wrestling is
5: and I was ready to move forward.
2: For too long I was defined by two words Tommaso Ciampa. My dream since day one is to be the NXT champion. Aleister Black I am challenging you and I knew once I beat you, I could do it. I was leaving full sail as the new NXT champion. Oh my God! What the hell? Tommaso Ciampa! brutally attacking Johnny Gargano! Maybe in your fairy tale world, you actually believed I wasn't coming back. Oh my God! Tommaso Ciampa had different plans. Someone needs to stop this battle!
5: like in Chicago.
2: Johnny Wrestling is gone. I win. While my husband's future may be uncertain, you will know that Johnny Gargano was better than you. But you know that that boy you call a husband isn't half the man that I am. made me you put her in harm's way you live with that this thing was personal since day one but you brought candace into this a street fight done with this be done this is a signed contract for johnny gargano versus Tommaso champa 2 in a street fight take over chicago going back to where this thing first started we're not confined by that wrestling ring johnny wrestling I'm not coming to Chicago to wrestle. I'm coming to beat the hell out of you. Johnny Gargano may have won the battle, but I will always win the war. Tell mom, tell dad, tell life, tell them all to stay home. Things are going to get ugly. Last time we were in Chicago, I left it in an ambulance. And I'm going to make sure you leave the same exact way.
0: So the build-up to Gagano and Chumper, yeah, it's, it's been massive. We're focusing on this one as the last takeover. Of course, non-sanctioned, and it was Chumper versus Gagano, an absolute five-star war. Gagano getting the victory. We thought that was it, but there's so much more to this. Like we say, 392 days ago, NXT TakeOver Chicago, when Chumper turned his back on Gagano, and it goes back even further than that with a correct class of team with DIY. And if that is has to build up to it. But has it sent Johnny Gagano over the edge? Has this gone too far now between Chump and Gagano? We see what happened to Candice LeRae. And these two men will not stop until the other one, I think, is no longer breathing, it seems at this point, Dan. Yeah, it certainly seems like a major blood feud. Major blood feud.
3: And, you know, both men aren't going to stop
0: until the other one is uh, no longer a member of NXT. Yeah, I mean, it, it's been shocking what we have seen and the kind of brutality of it. And every week, it takes up the next level. And now we've got the emotional story of Candice LeRae saying she's sick of seeing Johnny Gagana coming home in a net brace or being sent to hospital. And tonight, well, she didn't want anything to do with it. And we see what happened to her. Will we see Candice Ray tonight? Will she want it to end? Will this actually be the end? I I just don't know. This is going to be a hell of a match. It's the main event again, so it just tells you how important the story is to NXT in itself. Do you think Gagano should embrace his dark side tonight? Anything goes? Well, I think, you know, during these matches, Gagano does
3: embrace his dark side, but not in the side where he'd
0: kind of join... Chomper. Was there anything that we see Gagano walking by at that point as he says he's going to fight Chomper, or am I just wishful thinking?
3: Well, you know, it's uh, Johnny Gagano made himself known during EC3's match. Will EC3 make himself known during Johnny Gagano's match?
0: Well, it'd be an interesting thing if it does happen, depending on the outcome, with Chomper. He's the most hated man in NXT and everybody loves Gagano. But I don't know what to expect tonight. I think we'll see blood. We'll see all sorts of stuff. They've got to go better than they had at TakeOver. and They had a perfect match. NXT TakeOver.
3: He looks like Captain America.
0: And he's ready for this match. Big match, Phil. And Candice LeRae is here tonight.
3: And she's on the side of her husband. She's giving him her crutch.
0: And a walking stick. Oh. Go get him, Tiger. It's to kick his ass. Chomper from behind. <laughs> well, Gagala's coming out here. What an ovation. Johnny Gargano. It's a shame Mario Ronaldo's not here to fucking go mental and go. Johnny Gargano.
2: My god, heinous attack. Of
0: course, Mario Ronaldo's not here because he's got a boxing commitment. Well, I think Percy Jackson slash Watson, Vic Joseph, and Nigel McGuinness. All right, he's got a boxing commitment. What is someone punching him in the ring? <laughs> no, Sorry. he's got a contract for Showtime as well as uh, NXT. And guy like I said, ready, Captain America. Is it going to have a civil war here tonight with Tomasa Chomper? Is he the Winter Soldier? Is he the First Avenger? Well, Thanos Chomper. He's going to get his gauntlet out. Yeah, the destroyer of worlds. Gagano's ready for action. Like anything goes. There's a lot of Gagano fa- Well, Everybody's a Gagano fan. All right, so Prima, uh, prediction time, Dan. Who have you gone for in this match? Well, I think this is going to be the
3: last battle these two men have. So on that note, I have gone for Johnny Wrestling
0: to lose. You've gone Chumper in this one. Well, I hate to disappoint you, Dan, as Chumper does come out here, but I have also gone to Massey Chumper in this match, so it means that I do win the point. We go equal two points all oh, for Takeover events, but if I do get Chumper right, get the perfect score as well. So one away from that, which is a bonus point. Chumper can a. Why did you think Chumper for? Johnny won the last one was going to win this one. I think that makes sense. I think the way he had been building it up, I was a bit worried that they were saying, like, on this date from here to here. But I do see some shenanigans going on. I don't know. Maybe you see three at ringside. But is ready for action, and they've got their street clothes on. Well, he's just like Captain America, but he's ready for a fight. And they both start off with a crutch. Oh, my God.
3: They have a sword fight with the crutches and then it gets personal. Well,
0: close on out by Gagano already started off quick. Super kick by Gagano, Gagano and Chumper, Gagano. And just flips <laughs> off the apron takes down Ciampa. I think they just went backstage and go, I tell you what, we're just going to go out there and go like, fuck them. Let's just chuck everything we've got. Gagano's going to throw Chumper with by beard. Oh, Nigel McGuinness. Well,
3: James, I didn't expect that one to come and hit me straight in the head,
0: but it damn hurt, and I feel I'm concussed. Well, do you know, he had to retire due to... Um, well, no, he didn't, actually. I think he had AIDS or something, like that, hepatitis B, but concussions were a big problem with Nigel Bageddon. he just got kicked in the face, and Chumper running away. Gagana going right after it, and this is beyond anything... I did not think it was going to start off like this, as we're into the crowd now.
3: Oh, and Trump are trying to fight back. Kicks to the midsection of Gagano. Clubbing blow
0: to the back. Oh, you Healy hill.
3: You can't even rip
0: it. <laughs> can't rip the plastic sign. <laughs> so he hits it with it. Oh, wait a minute. It was placed there. Oh, it was a stop sign.
3: But Johnny Gagano is going to go with a stop sign. And
0: now he's just whipping the back of Chomper. But Chomper might get knocked down, but he gets back up again. The old hide-a-stop sign in the sign thing. Oh, that old classic one. <laughs> <run. laughs> yeah, go
3: on, touch him. Not only are we going to have a stop sign, but it's going to be hidden in a Johnny Gargano sign. Uh, genius. There's nothing like fucking uh, <laughs> Terry Funk saying, Mick. You should start that match on top of that cage. No, no, no. We're going to have a stop sign hidden in a Gagano this sign. Is, this is hardcore. Out of the fucking box.
0: <laughs> this is hardcore. Of course, don't forget, Gagano now is on top. I don't know. He must be at least 10 foot high.
3: At least 15, 20 foot high. Oh, my Flying God. cross body. <laughs> takes down Chumper. It's not quite a choke slam, hell in a cell. And you can tell... We have not long ago watched Mankind versus Undertaker Hell in a Cell. Oh, my God. It must have fallen at least 20 foot.
0: At least 30 to 40 feet in the air. Well, in a couple of episodes time, we'll be watching King of the Ring 98 with, of course, that infamous Hell in a Cell match. We'll be releasing on the day 20 years previously. But in this one, Chumper wishes he could go back 20 years, probably high school where he never met Johnny Gagano. Chomper in serious trouble. Just trying to get away from Johnny. This is definitely a dark side for Gagano. Nigel McGuinness still not recovered. And now trash can into the ring. Nigel back up. And now a chair. Trash can lid. Thrown in. Now he's got the lid. Chomper ducks it. German suplex. Sickening impact there on Johnny Gagano's back and neck and Chomper now just pressing Gagano into the chair, oh my god looking to stomp it but Johnny moving out the way at the last second and now clotheslines and the psycho killer Chance, and Johnny wrestling, duelling and Chomper now German he has got a black heart, he's got his former best friend and he's not letting go He's going to go for the tri-vector. And now Gagano again. Oh, my God. And Chomper's still not releasing. He's like a pit bull. And he seems to have a grin on his face. Seems to be enjoying this. Gagano just struggling to grab anything. Not anywhere near a rope either. Standing switch. Delivers a German of his
3: own, but a release. It looks like Chumper was ejected from a moving automobile
0: hill. Gagano follows it up with a suicide dive. Chumper flies halfway up the ramp. And Gagano there, just taking out Tommaso. And you now he's got Ciampa, throws him into the stairs. <coughs> and Ciampa, Gagano got under the ring. What's he looking for? Oh, my God. Well, he didn't see that knee from Chumper coming. And that definitely dimmed the lights there. Chumper's got Gagano, throws him into barricade. Oh, upside down. Turns him upside down, yeah. (laughs) And now Chumper's got the stairs. He's struggling. Don't forget, they must weigh at least 200 pounds. At least
3: three and a quarter tons. And now he's putting it in position. Very strategic place.
0: Boot to Gagano's face.
3: Well, hashtag DIY.
0: Well, Chumper takes over Chicago. That's what his T-shirt says.
3: And he's taken over Johnny Gargano as well.
0: And a psycho killer getting another trash can.
3: <laughs> Failed.
0: Get some more toys out to play with. Well, he's like a kid in a candy store, doesn't know what to eat. Don't know what to use on Gargano. He's got the chair. Oh, rams it into the midsection of Johnny. Oh, my God. Now he's got the chair wrapped around the neck of Gargano. (laughs) Just fighting with his right hands. Johnny can't even defend himself. It was so cool in your stone cold vest. Oh, my God. He's going to kill him on the stairs.
2: Oh, Jesus.
0: Oh, my God.
3: Sends him throat first with that chair wrapped round his neck into the steel
0: stairs. Oh, my God. He can't recover from that. He broke his neck. That is sick by chumbo. I mean,
3: I don't ever think I've seen a move as sick as that since I watched The Undertaker, Mankind, Hell in a Cell match. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
0: My God, that is disgusting. Usually we see that. And that takes wrestlers out for months. Gagano's expected to wrestle here. And look at that. he probably lost nerve feeling. And now the trash can from Champa Straight across the back of Gagano. Ciampa seems to be enjoying this.
3: Well, it's a slow, methodical beatdown from Ciampa. Gagano has absolutely got nothing to defend himself with.
0: And now Gagano's face against those stairs. away. Hey. Now Chumper's got a trash can. (laughs) And just throws at him. Oh my God, Chumper is on top in this one. Oh, that might have busted Gagano open. Chumper takes his top off. And now he's got a t-shirt. He wraps it around Gagano's neck. Have you ever seen this type of punishment from Chumper? No,
3: it's just an absolutely brutal beatdown.
0: And now Chumper mocking Gagano. Can't even get to his feet without Chumper's assistance.
3: Head first into the turnbuckle. And Chumper's just kicking away out of the midsection. Johnny has been unresponsive in this match
0: for the past five, ten minutes. And now Chumper's going to use the move that don't work in real life. Oh, my God. Well, that looked like that certainly worked. Head first into the bottom turnbuckle. Maybe into that metal holding no, he's got handcuffs. Oh my God! Oh, this is not good. Gargano's up on that second rope at the moment, on the outside. Chump going to handcuff him. No, this is this is heinous. Gargano's trying to
3: fight back though, delivering the lefts and rights.
0: Oof. But one elbow by Chumpa stops
3: him. Oh my God! A step up in Seguri, drops Ciampa, sends him reeling for a moment as Gagano springboards through the second rope.
0: And now Ciampa is in trouble. Gagano grimacing up there, but he's going to take his belt off. I wondered why he had that round his waist. Take him to the woodshed.
3: Oh! Jesus Christ. He's
0: whipping him like a government mule
3: i bet Chomper regrets taking his T-shirt off now.
0: <laughs> Should have come like, out like Kane, fully dressed.
3: I'd have come out like D-Lo. The round. helmet. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, my God. Just get whipped from pillar to post. Payback from Gagano. Oh, now he's got the belt buckle.
3: Oh. Straight to the forehead of Chomper.
0: And Gagano's not playing anymore. he's got a trash can over Chumper's head. Super kick to the trash can. Chumper may be out.
3: Yeah, we haven't seen a pinfall in this match. This is just a brutal
0: all-out war between these two guys. Well, Gugano set the trash can up between the third and second turn. He's going to go pick up to slam Chumper, but no. Chumper fights out. Jesus Christ. A powerbomb into a backstabber. Knee with a trash can to the face. Two. Oh.
3: And Gargano managing to get his shoulder up at two. Two. It's the first pinfall we've seen in this match.
0: And now he wants Gargano back to his feet. He's going to try the knee again. And it connects for the second time. Now chump on the apron with Gargano. Oh my god. Pick him up on his shoulders. No. Gargano fighting it. He knows this will be it. The stairs are right there. And Gagano now working on the arms. Gagano with the elbows. With Chumper's head, but Chumper's got Gagano. No.
3: He plants Gagano back first onto them steel stairs that were strategically set up earlier. Goes for another cover.
2: Oh, my But
3: Johnny Gagano still managing to get his shoulder up at two. Two.
0: Stay down, Johnny. Stay down, Gagano. It's not worth this. He gets... Partly, like you said, that was taken out on the stairs. How much punishment each man dished out to each other. This is a completely different match to what we saw at the last takeover. This is just destruction. And now Chumper going to the trusty toolbox. What would you pull out your toolbox to use? I'd use some bolt cutters. <laughs> well, I'll Chumper... Chop his fingers off. Weirdly enough, Chumper's just got the bolt cutters That's and he cutting along the strings that tension the ring well the thing is ring's got a little bit of protection on it padding but how thin is that ring protection dan
3: that ring protection is mere millimeters thin but you take off that little padding bit and there's going to be nothing but timber boarding
0: and how hard is that It's harder than concrete isn't it nah it's harder than concrete isn't it
3: nah <laughs> James I'm a carpenter I can't make myself look like an idiot just for dramatic purposes
0: well I can tell you Dan it's harder than concrete and I can disagree with you <laughs> no it's not it's, look I think I know a little bit more about uh, plywood whatever it is about wood and concrete and I know this wood is like concrete let well, have soaked the wood in concrete it's chomping out with a chair to the back of Gagano there's barbed wire fibres in that. It's thumbtacks. It's is sickening. By God, I'm not saying anything like this and Chumper waving goodbye to Gagano.
3: Taking up that foam padding from the ring. Well, they are actually quite thick. They're probably about six by two boards laying lengthwise. Exactly. As it's hard going to be solid.
0: As hard as concrete there. Not that trash can in that hard. corner. <laughs> that's trash can in the corner going to play a role And also now Oh my god Chumper going to put Gagano away And thank god there's not a match after this They've destroyed the place
3: That's why this match is on last time
0: And Chumper now Biting at the cut of Gagano Tasting blood and he likes it
3: I like the way your blood tastes
0: I like it when you put your blood in me And what the fuck is Chumper going to do? This is disgraceful as he shouts to Gagano. It's all on you. Oh, no. He's already done this on the stairs. Don't do it on the wood. Oh, God.
3: Gagano wiggling free.
0: Chumper's going to go through.
3: No, he's managing to fight out.
0: Gagano pulls Chumper's arm down and then kicks him in the head. Both men fall and now Gagano looking for a crutch to lean on. He wants the one that his wife gave him. No, that's shit as well.
3: He was giving one to Chumper.
0: He's saying, there you go, that's your one. That's my one.
3: I'm in a thought fight.
0: And now both men just brawling away.
3: Yeah, and A punches both men on their knees in the middle of the ring. <laughs> or what's left of the ring, should I say?
0: We've not seen a ring destroyed like this since one night in China. And Gagano, Ciampa, they've got chutzpah, let me tell you. And Gagano now finally getting the better of Chumpa.
3: The Ciampa's still coming back, delivering kicks. Step up in Seguri from Johnny Wrestling, though.
0: Oh, but Chumper will a knee to Gagano. Now he's got the crutch. <laughs> Super kick, Joel. Oh! Double hit, but Gagano lands on Chumper. Oh! I thought it was all over then. Somehow Chumper managed to kick out. Uh-huh. Both men down Chumper now going to the outside. He's on the eighth and he's in a bit of trouble. And after Alistair Blackway, Oh, we did that, no, we didn't. After Alistair Black versus Lars Sullivan, we get a point each, so it's 4 3 now.
3: And Gargano springboarding over the top, but gets caught with a s- trash can lid
0: that Chumper had in his hands. Oh my, fucking buggery. And Chumper now might be able to put Gargano away. And Chumper goes with a running knee, but Gargano dodges out of the way. I want Gargano to win this now, so they can get a perfect score. <laughs> Chomper feeling the knee, the bad knee with a knee brace on. And that's what he lost. And now he's going to look to use it and go Gug- him. Well, Gagano sees
3: a bullseye there. So was punching away at the knee of Chomper. I think he's gained his second
0: wind. And Tommaso's <laughs> chomping at the bit. And Gagano's got the chair. And he's just going after Chomper. You're going to break his leg again. The surgically repaired knee. And this is Gagano here. He's turned it up a notch. With a leg lock, but pushing him off. Oh!
3: Back of the head first into that trash can. Gagano
0: escape. And he's got it in. Gagano struggling to get to that bottom rope. He's but gonna
3: it matter anyway. Well, I don't think fight. it
0: would, yeah. No disqualification, but is he passing out?
3: He's got weapons next to him.
0: And he's got all that knee brace that his wife gave him. And Chumper realizes that and tries to turn it back round now, so he can't use it. And he's got an STF locked in. And he's using it against him, and now the club blows to Gagano. And these forearms absolutely taking its toll. And now Ciampa undo trying to tighten up that. Gives him the support that he needs. But Gagano's still got the crutch and he's using it to stand up. Or to sit up even.
3: Gigano's oh.
0: nose is busted open. And the knee there by Chumper. This is the second most brutal match I've watched today. <laughs> <laughs> this is it's, it's, <laughs> this is the most brutal match in NXT history. And Gagano now is in trouble with a clutch. Oh, my God. Straight to the back of the neck, and that has been the
3: main target for Ciampa. Oh. the fuck knows how, but Gagano managed to kick
0: out. Ah. And Gagano just won't stop. As Ciampa looks at him, it's almost like he doesn't want to inflict this pain on Gagano. And then he just keeps doing it. Like he's wondering, why, just, why won't you go away? Why do you keep coming back for more?
3: What the fuck is up with you? He's like, if you had have fought like you fought in these last two matches, <laughs> when we was going against Authors of Pain for the tag team titles, we would have fucking won that match, yeah, you twat?
0: we're I mean, doing this now.
3: Join the dark side, Johnny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Chumper oh, let now. Let me help you out, mate. Let me help you out. helping him out. That's a lovely thing too. And now they're going up the ramp. Two gladiators together. Chumper saying, You and my family, we travel the world together. And Chumper saying, to him, Say bye bye to everyone.
3: Oh. Sends him face first into that LED screen.
0: And this is exactly where we were 392 days ago on the stage with a big knee by Chumper. On this stage. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, it a good one. <laughs> For this time, I know.
3: The announcer's tables down by the ring now, isn't it?
0: It is tonight. Nah. But there might be something nearby that they can use. I think that's what Chumper's scouting. A convenient table set.
3: Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: Wouldn't you know, convenient table set up there. With just one light on and a cable.
3: Well, it doesn't look like Johnny Gagano's lights are on.
0: Lights uh, may maybe on, but no one's home. Chumper froze Gagano there. Dead weight. And what an end to this rivalry Chumper was to put Gagano through. It start and finish the same. Uh, another unbelievable match between the two. But now, I feel this is the end. Chumper has got Gagano's wedding ring. Oh. oh that, that's fucked up, man. And Chumper spits it, and throws it away. You son of a bitch! You sick bastard! I don't believe this now. Chumper smirking. Oh, oh.
2: fuck! Oh! oh. <laughs>
0: That's the second biggest bump I've seen today. No, fucking hell! You want to see the bump in my trousers? Gagano jumps off with Chumper, and I think kills him. Yeah. Straight onto the concrete floor, through the table. That's it. They're both down. They're both out. Like, this is crazy. And they're gonna get that brace. And yeah, see a replay of it. Gagano jumps. I mean, how? to They must be at least fifteen foot in the air. At least twenty to twenty five feet in the air. The impact there. Chumpus' head hit. And not gonna end well. And he comes back from serious injury. What does he do? Gets put through a table and that's serious injury. Gigano back up. And a Johnny wrestling chant. And this is it. Chomper's getting stretcher out. He's got got face on.
3: Well that's one way to get yourself rid of a problem.
0: Chomper might never wrestle again. Oh fucking hell, they've got a stretcher now. And uh this this is not good.
3: I got a Party Marty t-shirt the villain club
0: that's her girl's name
3: Party Marty's her girl's name
0: and now Chump gets stretched out of Gagano I don't think realise what he's done and this match is over And do you think Gagano feels bad for what he's done do you think embracing the darkness getting paid back like he did and no wedding ring well to be fair yeah he spat his wedding ring threw it away that was maybe he so shouldn't done that so know. does
3: that mean Johnny Gagano's now singling
0: and Gagano's saying, no, nah, fuck this. It's that's, That ain't
3: that. I ain't having
0: that. That's payback for Chicago. That's not payback for tonight. And he's stopping the doctors. Oh, my God. He certainly is embracing the dark side. As well, he
3: wheels chomper down towards the ring.
0: Well, he's embracing the dark side. Chumper's in a brace. So it's not very fair as they come down here. It's not very fair if they come down here.
3: I think Chumper's trying to shout something to Gagano, but he's not listening.
0: Don't hurt me. I'm injured. He can't feel his legs. He's in a neck brace. God damn it. And Chumper is getting assaulted by Gagano. Won't give up. Chumper Chumper can barely stand. This is is disgusting. Gagano has gone too far now. Neck brace off. Gagano escape. Chump is tapping. Oh, Chump is tapping. The officials here trying to get him off, but no referee in sight. Officials down. I think the referee got bumped on the stage, and gagano has got the handcuffs. Oh, has got Chump in a handcuff. Oh God, and he handcuffs him. Hands behind his back. Chomper is
3: defenceless.
0: Oh. Oh, my God. Gagano, fucking hell. Six super kicks in the head. Chomper just got down and said, enough's enough. And he's got him again. Gagano escape. Hands are locked so he can't tap out. He's trying to there.
3: Well, he is tapping out.
0: And now all the officials out here are uh, trying to get Johnny Gagano away. And this this is just crazy. Where's Candice? Maybe she can maybe calm down Johnny Gagano, who's still trying to fight away. And now there's a referee out here. And Gagano's fighting every single guy to get his hands on Ciampa. But Chumpa catches Gagano. Plants him with a
3: DDT on that exposed ring.
0: Chomper going for the pin. Referee. The match is still going. One, two,
2: three. (laughs)
3: Hell. Chomper beat Gagano with his hands (laughs) handcuffed together. Oh,
0: my God. Johnny Wrestling was caught. And Chomper, with both arms tied behind his back, beats Johnny Gagano. Who would have seen that coming? Oh, my word. And of course, let's not forget, after that prediction-wise, I do get the point, And it ends 5-4 to me. And I get the perfect score. Whoop, whoop. So I get the bonus point for that. And I go level with Dan, two points all. I mean, what a fucking match that was, Dan. What are your thoughts on that? Absolutely
3: fucking brutal. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: fans are shocked. Must have gone a half hour, but this is not over, I don't think, yet. Both men out. Well, he was tapping out, but there was no referees. This is this is crazy. So, yeah, I mean, that match was, was just brutal. We'll talk about that more in a minute as we run through the card now and try and get over what we've just seen. That, that's mental. Uh, so going to back to the first match, Birch and Lorkin versus the Undisputed Era. Dan, what are your thoughts on that one?
3: <clears throat> it was a, a very energetic match to kick off the show. And it was very well done. Both teams, I think, they performed really well. And you can see there's a lot of hatred there. I am really more and more liking the team of uh, Birch and Lorcan as well. I think they're working great together. Still
0: not too struck on the Undisputed Era, what their point is. But, hey-ho. I thought it was a great match. I thought it was a great way to open. All men, all all four men showed exactly what they could do in the ring. The kind of... uh, the style that it was a hard hitting affair. I thought it was really really enjoyable. I thought a great way to start. I gave that a strong four and a quarter out of five. I gave that a four out of five. Mm, I thought wow. that was really really good. Uh, another match. I I think for me Dream versus Ricochet was the best match on the card. I think up until this again. Uh, I thought it was fantastic. I thought I thought i was actually written fantastic. I thought. I mean, what were your thoughts on Ricochet's performance here?
3: Um, the heart of Ricochet is absolutely phenomenal, and I just had a brilliant match written down. I thought it was great. Um, yeah, it was. It was absolutely phenomenal. It showed,
0: it, sorry, but it showcased both wrestlers perfectly, didn't it? What the dream was about, what Ricochet was about, and what the story of the match was about. Another one was Cross versus Basler. Really strong. Oh, I gave
3: that match a four and a half out of five. Oh, by the way,
0: four and a half. I gave that four and a half out of five as well. We didn't do rain four and a half out of five. Cracker match. Cross versus Baszler. Again, another story really well told, like the other stories told well tonight. Uh, I thought that was great. I thought Nikki Cross came across really well. Basler putting her to sleep. Cross not tapping out. She smiled as she went. Exactly. Uh, I yeah. thought that was brilliant. I gave it a four out of five. Dan? Um, I
3: put Cross looked great in defeat. And, you know, of course, she didn't tap out. Three and three quarters for that one. Yeah, it was a, it was quite a shortish match, but I think that kind of played into the fact that Basler's not the strongest performer on the card.
0: Yeah. Uh, next match, NXT title: Black versus Lars Sullivan.
3: Yes, um, I think Sullivan is still a bit green around the edges, and that kind of showed in parts of this match. He's still got a fair way to learn, hence why he's in NXT, and not on the main roster. Uh, But a good match nonetheless, and I gave that a three and a half.
0: Yeah, I gave that a three and a half out as well. What
3: did you give the cross,
0: Basler match? Four out of five. Right, sorry. I gave this three and a half out of five because uh, I thought it was quite in parts. I thought it was good uh, as well, but there was a couple of tiny mistakes that I had, had a problem with. But apart from that, I think Black come across well, and so did Lars Sullivan. Yeah, three and a half out of five. And then the main event, Chumper versus... Johnny Gargano, as we see Candice DeRay out here now, as Gagano's getting attended to by doctors, she's making sure her husband's okay. And Chumper, he's smirking, Dan. No,
3: James, he hasn't got a cigarette in his gob, he's got a smile on his face because he knows he has finally beaten
0: his demons in Johnny Gargano. Absolutely brutal here at TakeOver. I mean, that was just a crazy match. back and forth. It's so different from the last NXT TakeOver match that they had. In so many different ways, it kind of is still about what happened last year being put through the table and stuff like that, uh, and everything else that was involved. Really, really well done for the team, man. What are your thoughts on that?
3: Most definitely, again, yeah. These two guys work really well together, and you could have had another 20 minutes on top of that match, and it still probably would have worked. Uh, I, you know, it's good. Both men had their moments of beating it. You know, Johnny could still argue that he had Chomper
0: tapping out. But my main note was fucking hell. Yeah, I uh, mean, it's been a long night, but it's been a hell of uh, uh, a match there that we've just seen. Uh, so, finally, uh, rating. What was your rating out of that, sorry? Uh, I gave that a five out of five. Yeah, I, I gave mine. I gave it another <laughs> five out of five. It's difficult because the last three matches Gagano's had on Venice uh, takeovers will be five out of fives. So I shout for the rest of the year at the moment. Rating, uh, I'll do my rating first. I thought it was a really strong takeover. Uh, I I didn't think it was kind of like a real big feel to it. Uh, You know what I mean? Like there's been in past ones with Brooklyn to the Ancients and stuff. But I think overall the card is really enjoyable. You can watch it again. I mean, people might have a problem with Gagano, Chumper with the length, but this is what makes takeover so good that it gives it a chance to show all this. So I'm going to give it an 8.5 out of 10 takeover uh yeah i'm gonna have to agree with
3: you on that eight and a half out of ten there was moments where it felt a bit like year. it didn't feel as as big as a lot of the takeover events but it's it's not one that aligns itself with the big four pay-per-views either it's kind of its own standalone fifth one throughout the year so yeah. you know it's it's not expected to be as big as the wrestlemania weekend or the rumble weekend so yeah but again you know nonetheless all
0: matches delivered it wasn't a disappointing match throughout. No, exactly. I like I say, TakeOver doesn't uh, never disappoints. Uh, I think the thing is well, mate, if they want to get money back into like a kind of big five, then like to say, maybe a little bit of work next year on a presentation. a Takeover. when Black comes out, treat him more You're like this is our champion and stuff like this. Even though the Captain America suit was cool. Uh, but great pay for you. What we'll do now, we won't bring you the next episode of NXT. We're going to end it here now and we'll bring you all the NXT update when we do that in July. So if you want to follow us, you can on Twitter at WW Network Review or at Vince McDan, WWE. I'm at Jowndescore Rollins. Across all the Google platforms, WW Network Review, at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook.
3: Yes, Facebook. You can come and find our page and give us a like with the WW Network Review Podcast, or you can come and find me and add me as a friend. I am Vince McDan.
0: Subscribe to our YouTube channel, WWE Network Review Podcast. Late skips go up there. Same time we do other places like SoundCloud. On your phone. Follow Diddley, our music maker. We're on Speaker Radio. We've got our live shows coming back in August. Stitcher Radio, iTunes, where you can download, subscribe, rate, and review there. But that is it. I have been James Rowlands and as always, always joined by Dan White. Thanks for listening, everybody, and
5: bye. Bye.